Did you know that Black and White Sports is the largest independently owned conservative sports brand in the world? We have over 125,000 subscribers on YouTube and over 39 million views. Our episodes get more views than most ESPN programming every single day. And now we have exploded on podcast. We brought our episodes to podcast for you to enjoy at work, school, in the car, on the beach, wherever you choose to consume our audio. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Subscribe now. Friends, let's face it. The future of America is looking worse each day. Those who are observant have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? Do you have enough food, water, and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, Check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company, and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage, So it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it a lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your four-week emergency food kit. You'll save 25% if you act now. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. Don't wait. Do it today. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money. From going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi Coffee delivered to you today. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and white sports fans, a few days ago, we put up a video about the WTA tour. They are suspending all events, all tournaments in China because of the Peng Shui situation. Now, Peng Shui, we know, came out and made uh, allegations against somebody high up in the Chinese Communist Party. And then she disappeared for a few weeks. However, the uh, WTA tour they were in communication with her. They, they, they talked to her. However, they don't feel very comfortable that she's actually safe. And the statement that she gave, it sounded a whole lot like she was being held hostage. The WTA tour did not fall for it. They refused to bend the knee to China and suspended all tournaments in China. And I say hats off to the WTA tour. They seem to be the only sports organization to stand up to China. The NBA, they won't do it. And, you know, they are completely in bed with China. However, on the flip side to the uh, WTA, you have the ATP tour for the men. They came out and released a very, very strange statement. And we know that they are not going to suspend any tournaments in China. And they are getting roasted right now for their their decision to not suspend anything in China. 
I'm going to tell you what the ATP tour said and their response just really, really does fall flat. So let's go over here to CBS Sports. Payne Shui situation, ATP criticized for failing to postpone tournaments in China over safety concerns. Martina Navratilova and Andy Roddick both publicly disagreed with the ATP's decision. So here we go. The ATP, which is the governing body of men's professional tennis, is facing criticism for not following the Women's Tennis Association lead and suspending tournaments in China. The WTA is doing so as a response to the treatment of Chinese player Peng Shui. The WTA said on Wednesday that it was concerned about risks to players and staff in tournaments uh, took place as scheduled in China. So it came to the conclusion to suspend events there indefinitely. And we're hearing that this could go deep into 2022. However, the ATP said it believes that, quote, having a global presence gives us the best chance of making an impact. In other words, the ATP seems to care more about the money. You know what? It sounds a whole lot like the Marxist NBA of China and Nike. Nike has already said that they are a brand of and for China. They're willing to overlook all the atrocities that are happening over there. And the ATP, man, this this is not good. I mean, the WTA is a lone wolf. They're the only ones standing up to China. And China is going to be hosting the Beijing Winter Olympics here in a couple of months. And nobody else is fighting back against this. I mean, even the United States government is talking about just a diplomatic boycott, which means absolutely nothing because the dignitaries won't be there. But who cares about the dignitaries? You know, nobody goes to the Olympics to watch government officials. But this is what the ATP tour had to say. Quote, the situation involving Peng Shui continues to raise serious concerns within and beyond our sport. ATP chairman Andrea Gadenzi said it said on Thursday, according to ESPN, quote, the response to those concerns has so far fallen short. We again urge for a line of open, direct communication between the player and the WTA in order to establish a clear picture of her situation. Close quote. Wow. This just seemed like they really didn't want to say something that would really irritate China. I mean, guys, what do you guys make of this statement right here? This doesn't. They just don't want to criticize China, it seems. I mean, hats off to the WTA because they just came out and blatantly said, you know what? We're not going to go for this. China, you canceled. ATP, not so much. A prominent pair of tennis figures publicly have spoken out against the ATP's current stance on the pain situation. Martina Navratilova, one of the greatest of all time, an 18-time Grand Slam winner, wrote on Twitter, Are we to understand that the ATP would have made the same statement had the player been a male? Somehow, I think not. Now, of course, you know, since Payne Shui never played on the um, ATP tour, she was on the WTA tour, I think that um, I really do think that the uh, ATP really didn't want to dive too much into this. You know, they probably felt like they had to make a statement and say something, even though it's falling flat and they're getting blasted for it. And you can see Martina Navratilova's statement right here. Now, Andy Roddick here, and it says uh, Andy Roddick, who was once ranked as the top men's tennis player in the world. I can't believe this guy was ranked number one, but I digress. Said the ATP statement shows how to say a lot of words and say nothing. Concerns for Peng Shui's safety come after she accused a top Chinese official of sexual assault on November 2nd and then disappeared from the public eye for three weeks. Despite the International Olympic Committee allegedly talking to Peng on a video call recently, the WTA still has serious doubts that she is free and safe in China. And this is what the WTA actually had to say, which is completely different from what the ATP had to say. This is what 
Steve Simon, who is the uh, the chairman of the uh, WTA. Quote, while we now know where Pang is, I have serious doubts that she is free, safe and not subject to censorship, coercion and intimidation. The WTA has been clear on what is needed here. And we repeat our call for a full and transparent investigation without censorship into Payne Sway's sexual assault accusation. He did not hold anything back, but the ATP seems to be cowards in this. They sound a whole lot like the Marches NBA of China, man. Remember when Daryl Morey was out there uh, speaking for Hong Kong? And then you had NBA players, you know, uh, LeBron James saying that uh, Daryl Morey was uneducated, you know. And that uh, he didn't know the situation, that kind of thing. You know, Daryl Morey has firsthand knowledge because he was actually in Hong Kong. This is pathetic, man. This is really, really pathetic now. You know, the WTA needs more support. If there's going to be any real change when it comes to China in the sports aspect, other sports leads need to step up to the plate. But too many of them are so much in bed with China They only care about the monetary aspect of dealing with China. So therefore, let's be silent about China. But it's perfectly okay to criticize your own country, a la the NBA. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for our Black and White Sports well. It seems the NFLPA is a little concerned right now about the three players that had the fake vaccination cards. Why? Because theoretically, they may have broke federal law, allegedly. And the NFLPA is concerned about it. I mean, my God, I can't think of a better way to uh, put tax dollars money into a pile and light it on fire for something completely useless than to try to go after three NFL players because they may have used fake vaccine cards. That is possibly one of the biggest waste of government funds I've ever heard of, but it is a Biden administration government after all. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them at this point. And of course, this is Florio. NFLPA hopes to avoid prosecution of players who obtained and used fake vaccination cards. Now that the NFL and NFLPA have jointly announced suspensions for three players misrepresenting their vaccination status, the question becomes whether the federal government will get involved. The relevant federal law imposes a punishment of up to five years in prison. Good Lord. For buying, procuring are using a counterfeit vaccination card with the knowledge that the card is fake. The key to the potential five-year sentence becomes the presence of the CDC label on the card. So where does this fall on the priority list when it comes to utilizing federal prosecutorial resources? It's likely something more serious than removing a mattress tag. It's far less serious than robbing a bank but it's surely something the government doesn't want people doing. Regardless of whether the threat of prosecution is real, the NFL Players Association doesn't want any of its constituents to find out. Per a source with knowledge of the union's thinking on the matter, the 2021 COVID protocol specifically does not include a penalty for using a fake vaccination card in order to avoid creating a clear paper trail that a player receiving punishment had a fake vaccination card. Likewise, the joint statement regarding the Buccaneers receiver Antonio Brown, safety Mike Edwards, and free agent receiver John Franklin III specifically was crafted to avoid saying that they used fake vaccination cards. 
But obviously they did. And now Brown, Edwards, and Franklin will have to wonder whether they'll hear from the FBI or the DOJ. Good Lord. The smart move would be to say nothing. Brown's attorney, Sean Bernstein, opted on Thursday to issue a statement insisting that Brown accepted his punishment, quote, instead of going through a drawn-out and distracting process of the challenging that outcome. One day earlier, Brown appeared on the Richard Sherman podcast. Sherman suggested that Brown had received the vaccination and the booster shot, and the allegation of the fake vaccination card is false. Brown said in response, that's the sad part, you know, the country say you're innocent till proven guilty, but you're guilty until you show you're innocent. As to Brown, the NFL decided after doing an investigation he's guilty. He opted to accept that outcome. Maybe that's enough to get the feds to not mess with him, or maybe the NFL already has sent the table for prosecution that will allow the powers that be to send a powerful message to anyone with a fake card that there will be very real consequences. So I guess they're hoping, the NFL is hoping, the NFLPA is hoping that since they dropped the suspension on them, maybe the feds won't start sniffing around. But it is interesting that they crafted a statement saying, you know, essentially not coming right out and admitting they were using a fake vaccination card. But, you know, sort of the bombshell in this is the fact that this was done in such a way where they did not create a clear paper trail very likely specifically to avoid the ability to do a I guess an easier litigation if it came right down to it and of course if this ends up going that route I mean if they actually decided to prosecute then it's just more drama from the feds involving uh, the federal government right now because the federal government is starting to look into the NFL over the Washington football team investigation slash John Gruden issue. So, man, that's that's crazy. It, look, in my opinion, it's absolutely ludicrous that the government would go after these guys over some fake vaccination cards. But again, would it shock me if they did? Would it shock me that they pissed away uh, resources to do something like that? No, it wouldn't. I mean, that'd be typical... Uh, Standard operating procedure. I mean, you know, a toilet seat costs twenty bucks. Really, it's five ninety nine. I mean, you get the point, okay? They're gonna find a way to spend extra money, especially since it's a taxpayers. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. I mean, all this drama over some cards for elite athletes involving a virus that probably would bounce right off these athletes if they got it. Because, you know, they're in the top 1% of people in in peak condition. Good grief. Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriguez for black and white sports. We have breaking news in involving the NFL, involving a future Hall of Fame quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger with the Steelers. Now, we know Ben's had a hell of a hard time this season at quarterback, and it looks like Ben probably has played one season too long. I know he was coming back. He had Najee Harris in the backfield thinking, here we go. We might have one final run with us. Hall of Fame quarterback, future Hall of Fame uh, coach. At least I hope people think Mike Tomlin's a Hall of Fame coach, because I do. Uh, And now we've got breaking news that it seems that Ben Roethlisberger has informed people that his run with the Steelers is over. This is Schefter, and this is breaking. Roethlisberger privately has told former teammates and some within the organization that he expects this to be his final season playing quarterback for the Steelers. League sources told ESPN more coming ESPN countdown tomorrow. 
Well, I'm going to tell you what's interesting. If you look at this real close, it says, done playing with the Steelers, not retiring. Interesting. I mean, I would think this would say retiring, considering the season he's had, uh, and considering he's now got former teammates publicly coming out and saying that they think that uh, Ben is done. It's one thing for armchair quarterbacks to observe that Ben Roethlisberger is over the hill. It's another for former teammates to say it publicly. Ryan Clark and Ryan Shazier, who combined for 12 seasons with Big Ben, both did not mince words this week when when they said it's time to hang it up. Ryan Shazier played linebacker for the Steelers from 2014 to 2017. Damn, he was going to be a hell of a player. Out of Ohio State. Before having to retire... To a career, because of a career-ending spinal injury. Quote, sometimes the game will tell you when it's time, Shazier said earlier this week on Tiki and Terner. And I love Ben, but I think next year may be time for him to step away. Roethlisberger, 39, a likely Hall, Hall of Famer with two Super Bowl titles, is having a season to forget. He ranks 21st among NFL quarterbacks in QB rating, 24th in total QBR, 26 in yards per attempt. The Steelers are 0-2-1 in the past three weeks and are currently in last place in the AFC North at 5-5-1. Last week, they were drubbed by the Bengals 41-10 in a wire-to-wire butt-whipping, and it was bad. Quote, Ben has been known for being those types of quarterbacks who is really tough to bring down, extend plays, allow his team to make big plays because of how much of an athlete he was. He knew how to change the game, and I feel like he's losing a lot of that. Ryan Clark, who played defensive back for the Steelers from 06 to 13, appeared on ESPN's Get Up and said similar things. I owe my Super Bowl ring to Ben Roethlisberger. With all that being said, time is up. It's time to move on. Big Ben is hurting this team now. It's time for Big Ben to take a seat. Clark said that if he had a If backup QBs, Dwayne Haskin and Mason Rudolph, do not give the Steelers a better chance to win than Roethlisberger right now, it's the franchise's fault for not starting the season with a better quarterback room. Big Ben can't take you to a Super Bowl. Big Ben cannot help this team win better and be better, I guess it's supposed to say. Big Ben can no longer help people around him grow. It's time for Big Ben to take a seat. Wow. That's powerful words, but, uh, and I'm not the biggest Ryan Clark fan. However, I mean, in this case, he probably knows Ben pretty well, and he's watched Ben. I think we've all seen Ben. Ben looks incredibly slow out there this year. I mean, almost, it feels like he is literally taking steps in molasses as he tries to move around and keep pocketed integrity. He used to do those rollouts. Guys, defensive end, linebackers would come after him. He'd be able to get a step or two on them, extend the play. A wide receiver could work back to him, and boom, Ben would hit him on a throw. Well, now he's too slow, and he can't do that. The plays aren't being extended, and the play dies. That's what's happening. Now, far as likely Hall of Famer, New York Post, Ben's going to moonwalk into the Hall of Fame. In my opinion, I personally speaking, I've got Ben as a top 15 NFL quarterback ever. Two two, uh, Super Bowl rings, over 60,000 yards, and over 400 touchdowns in his career. That is a hell of a resume from any quarterback ever. Now, whether or not, and it would be irresponsible not to mention this, Whether or not voters penalize him for that issue, that issue a lot of people have forgot about back at the beginning of his career involving that woman. It was huge news back then, but but you have to mention it. You have to mention it when you're talking about Ben, if you're responsibly reporting on Ben. Ben, uh, You just have to bring it up. Whether or not voters will hold that against him, um, but... Yeah, he should definitely get in the first couple of years that he's eligible for the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. In my opinion, he's the first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, that's just that's just all there is to it. I've got him. Um, 
I've got him flirting in my top 10. I can tell you that right now. Top 12, probably, um, when I really get down and think about it. Ben was a hell of a quarterback. I hope everybody that's watched him, um, I thought he was a hell of a quarterback when he was coming out of Miami of Ohio. So tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. It looks like Ben's days with the Steelers is over. And maybe he's heading towards retirement, but it's so odd that Schefter did not say that. He didn't say retire. He just said leaving the Steelers. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. Black and white sports fans, and let's talk about the Marxist NBA of China. We know that LeBron James was put into NBA COVID protocols for a positive test. However, a few days later, he was actually cleared for action to play last night, and the Lakers lost the game against the Clippers. The Lakers have fallen to 12 and 12. This is a mediocre, extremely old team. And LeBron James is not very happy with the NBA and their testing procedures. Now, LeBron James has missed quite a few games this season. I believe he's missed like over half of the games that the Lakers have actually played. Of course, you know, he missed a game the other day because of the positive virus tests. And he's dealt with some injuries, too. So the Lakers are 12 and 12. They're mediocre. I'm pretty sure LeBron James is not happy about that. But however, he is not very happy with the NBA and their testing procedures. So we're going to be diving into that in this video. But first, it is the holiday season. So we're going to give you 20% off anything in the merch store. Get our best selling shirt. The media is the real virus. That shirt is selling like crazy. And we have other shirts too, Lachana James, because that's who we're actually going to be talking about in this video here. The discount code is HOLIDAY and save 20% off. Here we go, guys. Los Angeles Lakers LeBron James frustrated by NBA's COVID-19 testing process. LeBron James said his brief stint in the NBA's health and safety protocols left him feeling confused, frustrated, and angry after his first game back in the Lakers' 119-115 loss to the L.A. Clippers on Friday night. James missed the Lakers game against the Sacramento Kings on Tuesday after returning a positive test for COVID-19 on Tuesday morning that required him to isolate from his team and fly back to L.A. solo on a plane chartered by the team. And he had some pretty harsh words about uh, trying to get back from Sacramento to L.A. LeBron says this, quote, I knew I was going to get cleared because I never, ever felt sick at all. James said after finishing with 23 points, 11 rebounds, six assists and two steals against the Clippers. Quote, I just thought it was just handled very poorly. Now, here's the thing. You know, LeBron says that he is educated. He's not the kind of person that you should try to challenge because he does his homework. Maybe he should actually know this about the virus, okay? Just because you don't get sick doesn't mean that you don't have the virus. There's many, many people, LaChina James, that are asymptomatic. I'm wondering, folks, if he even knows what that even means, but I digress. James said he initially tested negative on Tuesday and then tested positive in a follow-up test. The league reintroduced more rigorous testing to his teams following Thanksgiving, hoping to catch any cases that could have arisen from players expanding their circles around family and friends for the holiday. Quote, usually when you have a positive test, they'll test you right away to make sure, James said. There was no follow-up test after my positive test. It was straight to isolation and you've been put into protocol. That's the part that kind of angered me. I had to figure out a way home a way to get home from Sacramento by myself. They wouldn't allow anyone to travel with me. No security, no anything. 
when I traveled back from Sacramento. And then I had to put my kids in isolation for the time being. The people in my household in isolation for the for the time being. So it was just a bit time inconvenience. That was the anger part. So. LeBron says that the NBA did not do a follow up test after the positive test. Now, this is his words, not mine. Uh, but one would actually think, you know, that the NBA would do a follow up test after a positive test to make sure that the positive test is real, because we know that there are false positives out there. Now, I'll give LeBron the benefit of doubt right here that the NBA did not do a follow up test. And of course, since they didn't, he had to miss yet another game. Not happy about it. Uh, says James is clear to return to the lineup on Thursday afternoon after returning a second second negative PR PCR test within a 24 hour period. James returned eight negative tests in total from the time he returned to L.A. until he was cleared on Thursday. Sources told ESPN. So eight negative tests. That is a lot of test votes. Much like how the lead did not require his players to receive the COVID-19 vaccine but enforce stricter testing and social distancing rules for those who were unvaccinated compared with those who were, the NBA will be rolling out similar enforcement uh, later this month when it comes to COVID-19 booster shots. The athletic reported on Friday. Yeah, we actually uh, put up a video on that on uh, the boosters on the live channel, because that is coming down right there. And I believe if uh, the player is eligible to get a booster, but he doesn't, they're pretty much going to consider that player unvats. Okay. It says James gave a roundabout answer when he was asked if he received a booster shot. And if the process he went through over the past several days, affecting his thinking on getting a booster shot, if he hadn't yet. Now, I could be wrong, but I'm not sure if LeBron is even eligible for the booster yet. Uh, remember, he actually said he got the got the shot before the season. And to get a booster, you have to uh, be six months from your second shot. So I'm not even sure if LeBron is even eligible yet. But like I said, I don't know exactly when he got his second shot, but I'm not exactly sure. I, at least I don't think anyway that it's been a full six months. LeBron says this, quote, no, this process, we've all been doing exactly what the protocols have told us to do and taking the tests and things of that nature. He said, it's unfortunate when you get a false positive and you get put into isolation. That's just the unfortunate part. But we'll see what happens. So there you have it, guys. LeBron James, not happy whatsoever with the Marxist NBA China when it comes to their testing process. LeBron James had to fly back without his entourage, had to be in isolation. You know what, LeBron? There's a whole bunch of people out there in the People's Republic of California that aren't able to go out there in society because the jab has been forced on them. I mean, you decide to move to California, this kind of thing. This is the NBA right here. And the NBA has their rules in place. You don't seem to be very happy about it, but you know what? This is your league, man. This is your league. So, but what do you guys think of this? What do you guys think of LeBron James slamming the NBA for their testing process? He's whining about, you know, having to be in isolation. He couldn't have his boys flying with him on the plane uh, back from Sacramento. Boy, it must be a real, real tough life for one LeBron James. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. Black and White Network fans, we are back with another video. And boy, we have some big breaking news from CNN. The Clown News Network is supposed to be cable news network, but they engage in fake news. But however, 
a few days ago, Chris Cuomo was suspended indefinitely by CNN. And this all has to do with his brother, the former governor of New York, who really should be under the jail. But however, he's free for now. He was actually trying to help his brother out after his brother had all of these allegations of sexual harassment. Okay, now I get that Chris wanted to help his brother out. But let's face it, folks, the Cuomo's are corrupt, completely corrupt. And once I found out that Chris Cuomo was uh, suspended, I figured and maybe you did, too. We all knew it would just be a matter of time before CNN pulled the trigger and fired this man. And ladies and gentlemen, today is that day. Chris Cuomo has been fired by CNN. Brian Stelter, who is garbage over there at CNN, even writes an article here stating that CNN has fired Chris Cuomo. Over here on Fox News, CNN terminates Chris Cuomo effective immediately. Cuomo's termination comes after CNN retained a respected law firm to review the case. Let's read this here. CNN anchor Chris Cuomo was fired from the from the network effective immediately following an internal review of a law firm. The company announced Saturday, quote, Chris Cuomo was suspended earlier this week, pending further further evaluation of new information that came to light about his involvement with his brother's defense. CNN said in a statement, we retained a respected uh, law firm to con- to conduct the review and have terminated him effective immediately. While in the process of that review, additional information has come to light. Despite the termination, we will investigate as appropriate. The statement said so. While they were investigating, they found out some new stuff. And honestly, folks, we don't know exactly what the new details are right now. This is not good. But however, he is gone. He should be gone. And Andrew Cuomo, his brother, if it wasn't for him, maybe Chris Cuomo would still have a job right now. But the Cuomos are corrupt. Andrew Cuomo, let's face it, let's be honest, he killed 15,000 people in nursing homes from the virus. Nothing happened to him. Absolutely nothing. And all of these networks swept all these allegations under the rug until after the presidential election. Andrew Cuomo is pure evil, folks. And you can see here, this is a statement that I just read uh, from CNN. This is on their Twitter account right here. But however, Fredo, because we know he doesn't like being called Fredo. Fredo actually responded to him being fired. This is what he tweeted out. This is not how I want my time at CNN to end. But I have already told you why and how I helped my brother. So let me say as disappointing as this is, I could not be more proud that the team at Cuomo primetime that shows over. And the work we did at CNN's number one show that ain't really saying much in the most competitive time slot. I owe them all and I will miss that group of special people who did really important work. Cuomo's firing firing came after CNN suspended him last week, pending evaluation of his conduct following revelations from the New York Attorney General's investigation into his brother, ousted Democrat Governor. Andrew Cuomo, you can see him here on the right. Pure evil. Transcripts from his interview with state investigators revealed CNN star admitting he would reach out to media sources to find out about new accusers who have yet to come forward publicly because he wanted to find out dirt on these people. This man is scum. He just is. Quote, when asked, I would reach out to the sources, other journalists to see if they had heard of anybody else coming out. Cuomo told investigators. 
The New York Attorney General's Office released transcripts and exhibits Monday that shed, shed new light on Chris Cuomo's involvement in his brother's defense, CNN said in a Tuesday statement announcing Cuomo's suspension. The documents, which we are not privy to before their public release, raised serious questions. When Chris admitted to us he had offered advice to his brother's staff, he broke our rules and we acknowledged that publicly. But we also appreciated the unique position he was in and understood his need to put family first and job second. The statement added. However, these documents point point to a greater level of involvement in his brother's efforts than we previously knew. He crossed the boundaries, in other words. As a result, we have suspended uh, Chris indefinitely pending further evaluation. And now, folks, Chris Cuomo is no more. Now, does he actually have a future in journalism, even though Chris Cuomo is not a journalist? You know, he's pretty much a content creator just like us. You know what? I respect that. Don't call yourself a news journalist because you're not. You give nothing but opinions, okay? Same thing that we do, okay? But Chris Cuomo has always been more concerned about the orange man. I remember Trump said that Fredo must go. Well, today is that day. Fredo is gone. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white network fans, Chris Cuomo fired by CNN. Today is the day. Kind of knew this was coming once he got suspended indefinitely. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time. Black and White Network fans, we're going to be talking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Now, I put up a video a few days ago how the Students for Socialism at Arizona State University, they demanded that the administration at Arizona State ban Kyle Rittenhouse from attending classes at ASU. Now, just for clarification here, Kyle Rittenhouse isn't technically a student at ASU, but he was taking uh, online classes, non-degree seeking classes, and the S Students for Socialism, they were triggered by this. But however, Kyle Rittenhouse does want to attend ASU, and ASU has responded, and the Students for Socialism are going to be crying tears of soy because the administration at ASU is not going to bend the knee to the woke mob. Let's go ahead. Let's look at this over on campus reform. And this actually came out a few days ago and it got no play whatsoever. But it says ASU rejects student demands, refuses to ban Rittenhouse from future enrollments. After protest demanding Arizona State University deny future enrollment to Kyle Rittenhouse, the school told campus reform his application would be considered should he submit one in the future? So Kyle Rittenhouse will get an equal equal opportunity to apply like any other student. Kyle Rittenhouse is not a criminal. OK, he was found not guilty by a jury of his peers. And honestly, that case should have never went to trial. But let's go ahead. Let's read this here. Just a day after heated students protests at Arizona State University, during which students demanded the school bar Kyle Rittenhouse from attending in the future, the school has refused to do so. In a Thursday email to campus reform, an ASU spokesperson stated that Rittenhouse's application would be treated as any other would be should he apply in the future. Quote, as a university that measures itself by whom it includes and how they succeed, should he choose to seek admission in the future, his application will be processed as any other would be. The school told campus reform. And you know what? This is the way it should have been anyway. I mean, if they're going to go by their emotional feelings on this, 
Arizona State could actually be looking at a lawsuit from Kyle Rittenhouse. They just came out and said, you know what? We don't like the verdict. Therefore, we're going to ban him from applying to the school. They would be on a long list. I'm pretty sure that Kyle Rittenhouse would sue. And I believe that Kyle Rittenhouse is going to be suing a whole bunch of people, including one Joe Biden. But for now, I digress. Rittenhouse unenrolled from the university sometime between original reports of his enrollment and Monday. His move, the school says, was made by Rittenhouse himself. And this is what the Students for Socialism put out there. And boy, it is nothing but lies. You can see here it says, join us and rally against racist murderer Kyle Rittenhouse being permitted on our campus. First of all, there's no evidence whatsoever that Kyle Rittenhouse is a racist. And no, he did not murder anybody. He killed some people in self-defense. But you know what? Socialists don't believe in the facts. These students for socialism, and I'm surprised that any of these people got admitted to the university because they don't engage in facts. They engage in feelings. So I don't know how these students were even smart enough to even enroll at the university. Wow. But it says here, quote, Kyle Rittenhouse did not go through the ASU admissions process, but, but was enrolled in two public, publicly available courses for this semester. University records show that he is now no longer enrolled, a status precipitated by his own actions, the school clarified. Despite the revelation that Rittenhouse was no longer enrolled, students chose to hold a previously scheduled protest anyway, shifting their demands from insisting that Kyle be unenrolled to calling on the university to block any future enrollment from Rittenhouse. Insane. Quote, university campuses are synonymous with free speech, an environment for for the rigorous discussion and debate of ideas. An ASU spokesperson told Campus Reform when asking about the protests, quote, differences of opinion from all sides should be explored in a peaceful exchange. So there you have it, guys. ASU, Arizona State University will not bend the knee to the students for socialism to bar Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse will get an equal opportunity like everybody else to be admitted to the universe. Now, Kyle Rittenhouse, if I'm not mistaken, he said that he wants to study nursing. Now, I believe even if he gets into ASU, I believe it's going to be very, very hard for him, you know, to be out in public. Everybody knows his face and Let's be honest, he can actually have a target on his back, but I'm all for this young man doing what he wants to do. This is America. This is still the freest country in the world. But obviously, you know, these um, students of socialism, they don't believe in freedom or anything like that. That's because they believe in socialism. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Uh, Black and white network fans, ASU will not bend the knee to the woke Socialist students, I'm very, very happy that they have come out and said that Kyle Rittenhouse will be given an equal opportunity like everybody else. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll catch you next time. You're tuning into... Black and white sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriance for our black and white live. We're going to talk about Michigan. Go blue. Wolverines tonight. Big 10 championship against Iowa. I'm so ready. I'm a Michigan fan. I'm keeping it real here. Uh, yeah, I know I'm from Texas. Hey, you know, you just gravitate to certain teams when you're growing up. Bo Shim Beckler, five, I was probably five years old, run the ball, hit him in the mouth. I loved it. The uniforms, it was awesome. I'm fired up. We're totally in the college football playoff hunt right now. And uh, Jim Harbaugh, I'm a huge fan. Everybody's dogging him out. The guy can flat-ass coach, period. Well, we know the horrible tragedy that happened. 
in Oxford. And, of course, um, man, there's a lot of controversy around that. We won't get into that. Uh, But we will get into the Wolverines honoring that school and those victims tonight with a jersey patch. I saw this, and I was like, this needs a little bit more coverage. Michigan football, this is from TMZ, honor Tate Meyer, Oxford victims with jersey patch. And there it is right there. The TM, 42, and then the hearts. Man. Uh, Oxford high school player Tate Meyer, who died heroically attempting to stop the tragic school shooting, will be remembered when number two, Michigan, takes the field in the Big Ten Championship this weekend with the team wearing a jersey patch in his honor. Michigan made the announcement on Thursday saying, quote, our uniforms will feature a special logo during Saturday's Big Ten Championship. Meyer's initials and jersey number will be featured on the patch, as well as a heart for each of the four victims in the tragedy. There's a better look. This is a classy, classy move by the University of Michigan. Quote, the shape is of Oxford's Block O, right there, meant to honor all the victims, survivors, and the community members. Quote, I was told that everybody in that school was running one way and Tate was running the other way. Man. Myers football and wrestling coach Ross Wingert told Detroit Free Press, I know Tate chose to do what he thought was right, and he made the ultimate sacrifice. The 16-year-old had interest in playing at the next level. Just days before the tragedy, Meyer was at the University of Toledo football game as a recruit. God, dog. There's currently a petition to rename Oxford Football Stadium in his name, which has 202,000 signatures. Wow, great job. Quote, we we are proud to represent the state of Michigan and all of its communities, the team said. Oxford High School is an hour north of UM. Wolverines will face number 15, Iowa, in Indianapolis on Saturday for the Big Ten title. So... And, of course, I'm fired up for the game. I am. I've got Michigan. Uh, let's go 27, Iowa, 17. Puts up a fight, okay? Real close until the fourth, and then Harbaugh runs the ball away, as he will the whole game. But Iowa will be, defense will be tired out by then. Um, it's a great move. It's a classy move by the university, by Jim Harbaugh, by the football team. This kid is a hero. And uh, it's a horrible situation that happened. Our thoughts and prayers are with those families up there. It's absolutely insane. Tell me what you think, Black and White Live fans. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.